Welcome to my investing story. And as you can see, we have already started having a party, a party talking about money. This is going to be one of the most exciting shows ever. Hi, my name is Ann McMillan. I am the Master Wealth Builder. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, <laughs> three, two, one. Helping you to build a strong radio. We declare you are well able to. <laughs> oh, this is wonderful. Ioni, thank you so very much. Welcome to my investing story. Again, my name is Ann McMillan. I am the Master Wealth Builder here with my awesome co-host, Miss Ioni McMill, the Baby Billionaire. And we are volunteers with another awesome organization entitled Better Investing. We have decided to bring to you every week on Wednesday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, a special person, a regular person. They're special, but they're just a regular person like every one of us who is investing and at all different levels because we want to encourage you that you too can invest right where you are. Again, we're volunteers with Better Investing, and Better Investing is a not-for-profit 501c3 organization, and it has helped over 5 million individuals from its inception, people from all walks of life, just like you and, and uh, just like me, and the organization provides unbiased investment education and powerful investment tools for the purpose of education. And so with that being said, I want to introduce to you shortly after this information you're going to hear, but we want to introduce to you our special guest tonight, Mr. Sunless D. Martin Jr. And with that being said, we're going to play a short clip for you. And then the next voice you hear will be none other than Miss Iona McNeil. All right, Ione, ready when you are. Ione, can't hear the volume, please. Diana, we're not here. Uh, Milwaukee Fellows is our next honorable mention. Uh, Michael Heiler uh, led that group, and I, I am sure I saw, I can see his name in front of me. So, Michael, uh, tell us about your experience. Um, I had a great experience with the game. Um, as I uh, spoke with uh, Mr. Wynn about, um, I knew nothing 
about uh, trading or investing. I never really had too much money to play with. I only had like a little bit of emergency money and bill money, uh, but I never had money to play with. Um, so I got into this game two weeks in because we had to switch up um, our advisors. And I started doing a lot, a lot of homework, like listening to the uh, orientations and just all the meetings. And uh, it was very interesting. And it was so interesting that I actually started investing, um, mm -hmm. you know, within this game. But uh, just, you know, researching the products, seeing what's hot, what's not, um, you know, how different products affect the market, um, what's going on in the world, how things affect that, you know, what you want to invest in. And just, just meeting with the guys and just trying to balance out the aggressive investors with the passive aggressive investors and, you know, just, just seeing how the guys think and um, bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, it was a great experience for me and my guys. Um, definitely think it's a great tool uh, going forward just to, you know, keep African-American males or just anybody in general that's, our, that's young um, on the right side of debt. Great. Um, Do you have someone for your team who wanted to say something? Yes, I have Mr. Noah Cotton. Uh, he was our president. Um, and Mr. Cotton, you can go ahead and take it away, sir. Hello, everybody. So first off, I just want to thank everybody for giving us the opportunity to participate. You know, this is just something that I feel strongly about is giving us youth uh, an outlet to get involved with. So just a little about myself before I speak about the game is that I'm going to be a rising freshman at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. It's just so fitting that my major will be finance. So I'm double majoring in international business and finance. And so when uh, the Milwaukee fellows reached out to me and asked me, did I want to be a part of the game? This was a no brainer. And I automatically said yes. And so some things that, you know, I'll talk about our strategy. Everybody else talked about, you know, what they liked with the game. So a little strategy that we had going into the game is, you know, we kind of looked at as a collective group, we looked at what was going on in the United States, and we wanted to invest around that. And so I'll say our best investment of the stock market game was investing in Moderna, which is uh, one of the companies that's working on the vaccine for the coronavirus. And they're currently in phase three, which is um, you know, the most in-depth in the United States. And so we end up getting into Moderna when their stock was $56. And if I remember correctly, I think we bought about 200 shares of that. And then it went on to be, uh, it went from $56 when we bought it and the highest it got was $91. And so that kind of was a motivator for us because we looked at, you know, we knew our strategy was working and it kind of built up a little confidence for us. And so, um, you know, that's something that I liked about the game is that, you know, it taught us how to be collaborative as a team. You know, it brought us all together. Um, I'll say one thing that one thing that uh, we all you know were able to learn was like uh, like that was said earlier is we learned about the mutual funds and how those all come together. It's a bunch of companies that have different investments, and you can come and purchase that mutual fund. Something that we learned was we learned how to look at the mutual funds and look at what was trending. We looked at the long run. We looked at what was you know, the 52 week high, what was the 52 week low, low and that kind of just, uh, that led us to be able to make a profit in the end. And so, you know, we are all glad about that. And so we just, once again, speaking from everybody from my team, we just want to say thank you for the opportunity once again, and we really appreciate it. 
Awesome. Thank you, Noah. And good luck. Uh, good luck in Madison. Uh, All right. Thank you so very much that, for that, Ioni. And as you were listening, I'm talking to the audience now, this was a part of a stock market game that was hosted during the summer by our organization. Iona is going to talk a little bit more about that. But before we do that, just want to remind those of you that may have just come on, we're volunteers with Better Investing. We're not stockbrokers. We're not recommending any stock. We are not day traders. You know, we're not selling you anything. Ioni and I and many of us are just volunteers who decided to come together and create this platform and program called My Investing Story. Everybody has an investing story. And we just believe that as we are more educated, all of us, on the power of investing and the fact that you can invest as simple as $20, $10. And on some platforms, you can do less than that. The point is start right now, right where you are. And I'm going to introduce um, our, share with you a little about our guests. And then Ioni is going to go ahead and start with interviewing our special guest tonight. Mr. Sunless Martin Jr. is the co-founder and development manager of Collaborative Consulting Group. With over 10 years of experience, Sunless has an MBA from Nova University. He's also, he also has a Bachelor's of Science degree from my alma mater in finance at Fort Moore University. Sunless is also a former president of the Haitian American Surrogates and a lifetime donor to the Beacon School in Freeport, Grand Bahamas. He's also um, founded a Tri-County Workshop presented by Wells Fargo and, and uh, Wells Fargo Bank. I'm gonna stop there, tell you a little bit more about him later, but right now I wanna welcome to the show, uh, none other than my, my uh, co-host, Ioni McNeil. Good evening, Ioni. Good evening uh, and thank you. I wanted to take this, that quick minute to really just show um, by, you know, by their own words, both the advisor and the student and how uh, impactful the stock market game experience was for them. Um, so with that being said, I hope everybody was inspired by that, that little bit of clip. So Sunless, what's going on, man? Excellent. How you doing, Ioni? Good, good. I, I, I'm going to take you back because that young man that, uh, that we heard from Mr. Noah Cotton. He's probably only a few years younger than when uh, you actually first heard about better investing, right? Yeah, yeah. And I actually oh. traveled as well. You traveled? Yeah, I traveled. I don't remember what city. I believe it was Ohio. I was with Ms. McNeil. It was a group of us in Florida Memorial. When okay. I got the experience, it was actually a workshop better investing held. I believe it was Ohio. Ah, okay. So let's, um, um, I usually start start the show with one question, but I'm actually going to start it with, um, when was your first time actually coming into the knowledge and awareness of better investing? When I was a student at the Florida Memorial back in 2006, 2005, 2006, um, I met Miss uh, Ann McNeil. She was a uh, she was at the school quite a bit. She, if I'm not mistaken, she sat on a board of Florida Memorial and we just kind of connected because I was in the business school. I know she did a CPA. 
she did her, her degrees there. We started connected. And from connected, I mean, it was a group of us that she always invited over. And she just started educating us and just advocating for the actual organization and encourage us to sort of get around, come around. We came around, we learned about the organization and then we was attending different workshops and different events that the organization held and just grew our knowledge from there. So I kind of heard about it back in 2005, 2006 to be exact. Even recently, I was looking for some um, old documentation from the chapter because I'm the uh, vice president of the South Florida chapter of Better Investing. And I saw your name on the rolls as a volunteer. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> oh, and I actually. Jealous, man. <laughs> yeah. So you, 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 you got in it all the way, became a member, started volunteering, listening, learning, coming to the classes. Now the story, the first story I want you to tell everybody is about, it's only, it hasn't even been a month yet, maybe three weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, where you called us, you got re-engaged. I want you to tell the people what recent experience you had, uh, the line of kind of line of work you do, and then the recent experience you had that gave you that wake up call about 10 years later, 15 years later, after uh, uh, after you first came into the awareness of better investing. When I first learned about better investing, I kind of drifted away. Not sure, I can't even say why, what happened. Life got in a way, kind of drifted away. And so uh, I do a lot of work in politics when it comes to different candidates. And so I'm, um, I take the time out to review campaign reports, see who giving contributions, looking at the different candidates' uh, financial disclosures. And it was a trend that I noticed while I was doing that. And the trend was most of the officials that I was supporting or I wanted to learn more about that had a pretty significant amount of net worth, I would say 75% to 80% of their, their worth, their net worth was invested in stocks. Stocks, mutual funds, but somewhere along the lines of the market. So once I seen that, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm doing something a bit backwards, you know? I've always knew about this and I never really stayed consistent at it. And so once that happened, I went online immediately, went to Better Investing, seeing whatever courses that they had. And I actually reserved for the courses. They had the board meeting. And I said, okay, let me sit in. Now I'm a bit more wiser and older. When I commit to something, I said, okay, you know what? I'll stick, stick through it. So when that kind of happened, when I noticed that, that was that light bulb, like, you know what? This is what you need to do. And you need to focus on, understand it. And at the very least, do what you can when you can, but just stay consistent at it. Right. Now, now also tell the part of the story where, you know, these other candidates you were looking at um, were you were going along this other path of real estate investing, which is actually what you have been doing for the past couple of years. And when you you found that this other candidate, you know, had this stock portfolio and and the lifestyle was different. Um, you know, that caused a shift too. Right, because as with the real estate, with the maintenance and the upkeep, it's quite a bit. It, it, it's a lot of wear and tear on you. And so I was just going, you know, I was always taught, you know, get real estate, get renters, get tenants, you know, you kind of do that. But when I, again, uh, when I analyzed 
the financial uh, reports of the actual candidates that was running, when I seen, I mean, some of them was worth, you know, a significant amount of money, but most of their money was in stocks and bonds. They had one real estate and the rest, most of their money was in stocks and bonds. So that had me to think wherever I'm at, I can invest in stocks and bonds and at the click of a button, I can get my money back wherever versus on the real estate side, you know, it takes a lot more time, you know, a given transaction about 60 days or so. Excellent. Well, let's um, let's take you back to your humble beginnings. Well, Ione, before you go back to his humble beginnings, uh -huh. I, just, I just want to add something that he just helped me with. And I want to share this. I want to make sure everybody who's listening consider this. Ione played a clip from a group of kids from the stock market game for this summer. And I think Ione was a total of what, two or 300 kids? 80. And 80 kids, with 80 kids plus the adults. And those kids range age from, what would you say, Ione, what age range maybe? Elementary to, to college. Okay, elementary to college age kids. Sitting here, sunless, listening to you. And when I met you at Florida Memorial as a freshman, you were how old, 20 maybe? Um, about, yeah, about 19, 20, give or take, 19, yes. 19 or 20 years old when I met you. Now, that was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Correct. Now, Ione, what age were you when you started investing? Really, that was 15 years ago. Okay, 15 years ago, 15 years ago for Sunless. I'm trying to give the benefit of the doubt. How old <laughs> were you, Ione? How, how old was I? What? How, how old were you? 15. You were 15 when you started investing. Oh, no, I was 15, 15 years ago. Okay, when I only started investing, it was nine. I didn't know the answer to that question. Now, this is the point I want to make to the listeners. What if we had not planted the seed in Ioni and in Sunless? He would have had nothing to come back to in terms of a reference. You see, what we're doing is planting seeds in the minds of adults and their families and the children. And so, so often we say, oh, they're too young. When they're old enough to come to you and say, I wanna buy blank, they can learn how to get a piggy bank and put those coins in the piggy bank. That's how Ioni started. When they're old enough to say, I wanna drive and I wanna get a job, they're old enough to learn how to buy one share stock and at least expose them. That's all we did with Sunless and a group of kids. And so I just wanted to just share that as we move on to talk about his story, because I think it's very important that our listeners understand you have family members that you can expose to this information. It is not difficult. Actually plant the seed. Everything is online now. You can go to betinvesting.org and you can connect with online classes and you can help your child have a better future than you have maybe had when you were younger, but you can do the same yourself. So I just want to just share that, Ioni, because Sonis, you just helped me today to really encourage me to focus more on educating the youth in terms of just making this information available. So thank you. Okay, Ioni, back to you, please. And Ioni, if I could add one more thing I, I, I forgot to mention. I didn't completely stop I kept on, I held on to the concept that I learned, that I got exposed to. And from there to today, 
I still every month invest $400 into a Roth IRA account. And it became very help. The return wasn't much, but I made sure I created a habit in doing that every single month on the 15th. So for this last piece of property that came in real handy at the time. And so I made sure I consistently kept doing that. Awesome. Thanks. You just blessed me. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank and I, you. Yeah. I think you make a really good point, Sunless, because what I've realized too, um, my strategy, I, um, tomorrow I officially start uh, my position as a, a national board me member, a uh, board director for uh, Better Investing. And um, my intent is going back to what was Better Investing doing um, and providing and sending me as a child that made me interested. And at the time, they had a newsletter um, published by Amy Rauch Nelson, uh, who has since passed, and also Doug Gerlach, who is still there. And the newsletter is called Young Money Matters. And it was just a four-page, really a two-page front and back newsletter sent out, I believe, quarterly but it, it only featured kids and it was read by kids. And all of the stories were really just about kids saying how important investing is, talking about compound interest, time value of money, um, what they were gonna buy, how their portfolio is, what they intended to you know, um, invest in. And going back and remembering, you know, as a kid reading these stories of other kids like listening to this clip of Noah being a kid and seeing other kids being investors. Um, and again, I, of course, I didn't really see race at that time, but I just saw other kids investing and I saw it inspiring. And consequently, I made a choice like, oh, I'm going to do that. And, and, I, and one of the things I realized is that going back to the planting of the seeds, a lot of times, at least from my perspective, you have to plan for what the church would call backsliding. And, and in my head, I'm planning for 10 to 15 years of backsliding. You know, your story is really, you got interested, you, you got exposed to better investing, you got exposed to investing um, in 2005, and you were all in. And then you took this period of, let me go see other things. But the important part about being exposed early and getting quality of education is that you developed a certain habit, you know, no, no difference than me, right? When I got exposed, I developed that same max out my Roth IRA habit. And it really has taken me about 15 years to kind of come back and begin to get active and in better investing and start to study more and be interested in individual stocks and other things like that. But you know, like you said, I mean, that 15 years of consistently investing in that Roth IRA has provided you the capital to not just be comfortable with retirement and, and, and confident that you, you're doing something toward retirement, but it provided you with the capital to make some other moves, you know, in real estate and, and other things like that. And so I think that, um, not just the exposure of this information, but also the action of it, it really does provide options for us. You know, one of the things that I know in starting my Roth IRA 
was that I could take the money out if I wanted to be a first time home buyer at no penalty of myself. You know what I'm saying? And so those are the things that when you start to get around this information, um, you think you're headed one way and you don't realize that that one thing has just really opened up five different doors for you. Um, so I just wanted to share that too. Absolutely. Yeah. And congratulations on the border party. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll take it all the way back to um, what island were you born and raised in? Uh, well, originally uh, Freeport, Grand Bahama, came over here, did school, and then went to Florida Memorial from there. Just, you know, just kept going. I uh, used to, uh, I had a car wash. One of the first businesses I owned uh, was detailing cars. Right, right, you know, right. And from there, just kept trying different things, you know, kept trying different things. So I find something to stick. So, so even as a kid in, in, in Grand Bahama, um, Freeport, how was your relationship with money? Do you have any money memories of, um, you know, was there discussion in the house about it? Were you eager to work as early as possible? Um, yeah, what was your early relationship with money? Uh, uh, my early, I didn't have a strong relationship with money, but I know the importance of, you know, at least having the savings, don't spend everything, live as, live on less than you can and don't never exceed, you know, your lifestyle. And so it was always, you know, if you make a hundred dollars, you know, put $10 back, $20 back, whatever the case may be, you understand? So don't spend everything you make. So it was always, always installed in me, you know, sort of growing up. One of the things that I remember most about you uh, when, when we met uh, through my sister is that you, you were always entrepreneurial. I mean, not only did you have the, the car, uh, car detailing business, but you had other businesses. Um, wh what kind of spark, sparked your entrepreneurial spirit? And then how did you kind of translate that? And how is it different from an investor kind of mindset? How is it the same and how is it, how would you describe it to be different? Okay, um, what sparked that interest? I used to be in a house, um, single parent household with my mother. So just watch to just work around the clock, two, two jobs. You know, I'm like, you know what, if I could help it, you know, I'm gonna do the best I can not to do that. You know, I, I wanna work real hard, but you know, I mean, of course, just not around the clock. You know, I wanna work smart. How do I do that? You know, I was always told, go to school, get you a degree, get you a good job. I said, well, you know what? Let me try the opposite. Let me go to school, get a degree. Let me try to venture out. Very little capital, but let me try to venture out and sort of see what happened. And at the time, the biggest contract I landed was with the city of Miramar. So we was doing all the city cars and the police cars, all the different cars. But the one issue I ran into turnover was very high because I wasn't paying those guys much about 40, 50 bucks a day. So the turnover was high. So long story short, just kept advancing and kept trying different things. And as I'm trying different things, of course, I go back, analyze it, what worked, what didn't work. And once I kind of see that, my goal is don't make the same mistake you've made prior. At least try to improve upon each mistake that you've made. And so that, that has been a big factor of me. And then another thing I've always said, you know, if I can work for someone and I have no problem doing that, how do I work for myself a little more harder? Then I'm actually sort of doing that. 
So you could just do both and just work smarter at the same token. And so when I was in, introduced to the whole investing, so now I'm like, okay, so it's a way to make your money work for you. So how do you do that? So just it's all about gathering the education and the knowledge. And once you gather that, how do you apply that? You know, and it takes just small chunks, just applying, you know, one bit at a, at a time, you know, one step at a time. You know, you don't move too fast. I don't look at the person to the left or the right. I stay in my own lane and do the best I can with what I have. And eventually, if you stay consistent, you will achieve the goals that you kind of, you know, set out. Hmm. I, I almost don't want to ask a question because I, <laughs> I, I mean, I almost feel like we could end the show just on that. Uh, I, <laughs> I think everything you said is just so spot on. Um, in fact, and I'm going to selfishly ask this question. Um, what are some of the lessons learned from entrepreneurship? Because uh, I really want to hear your perspective in this because you're a serial entrepreneur. You've had many businesses. You're also an investor. Um, you also have kind of a regular job, but you've all, you're always having an entrepreneurial mindset. You're learning in every situation that you're in. And I don't know many entrepreneurs like that. Uh, many entrepreneurs that I hear or many people I hear want to be entrepreneurs, they just say, Oh, I want to be my own boss. And I'm like, that's a red flag. Cause if you don't recognize that your consumer is your boss or your customer is your boss, you know, you may not make it. So just kind of share with us some of your lessons learned as a, as an entrepreneur and how you've been wising up, you know, situation after situation, venture after venture. Well, one of the things I think is very, very important just to sit down and really observe. I do a lot of observation. I observe. And once you observe, make sure you sort of take something back. About 15 years ago, Miss McNeil pulled me to the corner. She taught me this and I never forgot it. And I actually told this to John the other day when I was having lunch with him. She goes, always have a card on you, which I don't never carry cards anymore. But she said, always ask for a card, keep the card so you have the control in terms of following up and reaching out to that person. So I, I can literally paint myself as the kind of a veteran when it comes to developing rapport. Because if I meet you nine times out of 10, I'm gonna consistently follow up and try to add value. So that's one of the things and not want nothing in return, you know, cause every relationship I have, I don't always benefit from it. Whether it's materially, every relationship is very different, but the key is to keep gaining new relationships. And so that's one of the things I've actually learned. Another thing I learned is you always, I consider myself my greatest competition. So normally any and everybody around me, extremely smarter than me. And I always try to learn from them because we all can learn from one another. So I always under promise, overperform and build very good reports. I'm always thinking, how could I help and how could I add value? That's, I think that's very important, you know, for any and all of us, how could you sort of add value? And another thing what I do is I always try to take the time out, you know, just kind of listen. Uh, reading, I don't read as much, but I listen to the audio books and I listen to the TED Talks and I get very inspired by that. And another thing I've actually done when it comes to different leaders, uh, you know, politics is one of those things that whether you want to get engaged in it or not, it's going to affect you regardless. So in that same breath, 
I do the best I can just to observe it, learn it, and see how could I make it work to the best of my interest. And so I just go ahead and just keep learning. And that's any and everywhere I go because everything rises and falls off policies, everything, everything. And so once you kind of understand how the policy work, whether it's the local level, state level, federal level, and then you can kind of shape the life that you kind of want to live, the quality of life that you want to live. So I kind of learned from each of those different scenarios I just kind of spoke on and, and I consistently keep learning. Excellent. Miss Ann? Yes, I, I'm a little speechless. I didn't plan this. So for those of you that know, I love to talk. <laughs> I have very little to say today. <laughs> so let's listen. Uh, I, I, I've hired over 100 interns in our small company, uh, MCO Construction. And I will tell you, this is a first for me to hear you um, share the impact that, that we have had. And for all of you that's listening, this was not planned uh, in terms of this program and this show, but I think that it is a testament of service above self. And the seeds that we plant because he's now doing the exact same thing with other young people that's happened for him. And so that is really what this My Investing Story is about because the other thing that you're teaching us is that giving really is the best investing story. When you give yourself, you give your time, you give your talents, and then you give the education to help people understand how to make money, make money. And that is why we created this show. I just wanna remind those that may have just come on uh, that we're talking about my investing story. We're talking to Sunless Martin and uh, we're all volunteers with Better Investing. We talked earlier about the fact that this organization is a not-for-profit 501c3 organization has helped over 5 million people um, learn how to invest basically with investment education and a little bit more about Sunless. Uh, he's a phenomenal individual talking about a lot of the things that he's doing, but as a graduate of Florida Memorial University, he's uh, uh, behaving as you can see. And I think, I think you, I think you have some other uh, family uh, 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 references in addition to being Bahamian, if I'm yes. not, if my memory serves me correctly. Yes, uh, grandparents from Haiti on both sides, okay. so I speak uh, Creole as well, yes. Okay, Haitian and Bahamian, and uh, just a good spirit. So, I'm going to turn it back over to you. I also want to encourage our listeners, if you have any questions, please put your questions in the chat, and if you're joining us for the very first time, we want to welcome you, for, if it's more than that, we want to also encourage you to put your information in the chat. If you'd like to connect, you have questions because we usually do a shout out. And I know Ione has a special shout out uh, this week that she's going to share. And um, Silas, I'm going to put you, I'm going to turn the table, if I may, and find out from you. Do you have any questions of us or of our listeners? You know, as you, um, no questions, but just uh, want to just, um consistently just sort of give credit where credit is due, just kind of thank you, you know, for the time and the knowledge, and, you know, that you kind of installed in me and different individuals sort of coming up. You just never know where the path is sort of lead, you know, sort of come, you know, because like I said, we don't 
speak every day, but when I do speak to you, see, it's like, you know, we haven't missed a beat. So as I sit back and kind of, you know, think about that, just want to just sort of take the time out, you know, and just sort of just thank you for, you know, I mean, going back sort of 15, you know, years or so uh, back. So uh, and that's kind of what I want to uh, add. Well, this is a very different show uh, today. And to all of those who are following us, uh, just, just hang in here. But Ayun is going to share with you some of the... Thank you so much for that, Sunless. I, I am I'm, I'm attempting not to be too emotional for the world to see. But I know that as we plant the seeds and we water them, and if they're willing to be pruned as they grow, uh, you're an excellent testament of what happens. Uh, I can't believe it's 15 years. Wow, I think our clothes are getting older, but back to you, Ayumi. <laughs> so, so before I, I, um, I get back to you, uh, um, Sunless, I'm, I'm just gonna read today's, or yeah, today's um, shout out. And so today's shout out goes to my girl, Shamika. Um, who sent me a, a great text who uh, I, I'm actually going to read. She was saying, um, hey, Ioni, I was listening to your podcast this morning with Mark Shug, who was our guest uh, two weeks ago. And towards the end of it, she wanted to read, um, it mentioned to report back the steps and the actions taken um, from listening to the podcast, right? So she said, after your first class on um, September 19th, which is the beginner investor class hosted by Better Invest in South Florida chapter. She increased her retirement contribution. So I'm going to do a little uh, hand clap for Shamika for increasing her retirement contribution. And she officially became a Better Investing member, um, paid member yesterday. So she said, I'm, I'm already taking what I'm learning from the class and applying it real time with the investment club that she's visiting. So shout out to Shamika for uh, two great positive actions um, toward her in investment education. Um, you're actually also in the beginner investor class. <laughs> so uh, we started, we, we, we got shut down before, before we went live, but uh, tell, a little, tell the people a little bit about um, what you've been learning in the class and, and how it's probably been a refresher for you or some things that, that may popped up popped out as new. With the, uh, the class, I've learned quite a bit and it's, some of it has been a refresher, some of it has been uh, new. Just the importance of not getting scared when you look at all those numbers, you know? Because you exactly tell her what to kind of look for the earnings per share, the stock price, you know, and just not being afraid because it's easily can be intimidated just looking at those numbers. And once you do that, when I leave the class, I'm so much inspired where every day I look at that two hour clip again on, 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 uh, on Facebook and I go through the same steps and I go back and try to teach it to somebody to make sure that I kind of learn it. And so right. now I'm always okay value line so i go online you know sort of look at it look at the financials so it's been a blessing you know just to, that refresher to do so i, I really really uh, enjoy the class and i'm looking forward to continues consistently growing and staying consistent this time you know most important well that's excellent that's excellent um my next question is is really about 
you already spoke to how you've been investing regularly. Um, what are your ultimate goals as an investor? Could you share that if you know what they are? Okay. Um, my ultimate goal, I would say to have a portfolio, as I mentioned when we first started, around 68 to 78% invested in the stock. That's the ultimate goal. And the second one is the, how do I pay it forward? Start inside the home. I've already started inviting my little brother, you know, I, I've invited him to it. But again, whenever, you know, it kind of sticks here, sort of get it. You know, I've invited some of my friends in the Bahamas, you know, I kind of send it to them and just spreading the word because something as good as this, you know, I don't want to sort of keep it to myself because of course I like anybody around me to learn it, implement it, take advantage of it and just see where the role leads you because all of us are different. So ultimately it's to be an advocate for it, you know, from here on out. Well, that's excellent. The, the next question I had um, really ties into that. Uh, do you have a financial vision for yourself and your family, as, you know, especially being um, a, reinvigor a reinvigorated investor? And when you say that in terms of numbers-wise? Numbers-wise, um, qualitative-wise, you know, lifestyle-wise. I just want to, however it naturally comes to you. Yeah, um, like I said, um, you know, um, 68 to 78%, I would love to own in terms of stocks. How do I get there? Consistently investing on a month-to-month -month basis. And of course, with the budget, whatever I can sort of increase or when I can sort of increase that amount monthly, consistently do that. You know, I'm looking, I'm very looking forward to being a part of one of the investment clubs. Uh, I have on the agenda to attend the model, the model club meetings. And again, I've already started looking at and reading and just doing a lot of due diligence. Because as we both know, whatever we put in, we're going to get out. So, you know, so um, at this point, you know, I'm all in. Well, that's what's up. What's up? Um, one of the questions I, I kind of like to um, close on, um, not yet, but I'm really thinking because you're an audio book man. So is there a a number one book on, and for you, I'm gonna say number one book on on investing and or entrepreneurship that's kind of really impact you, um, whether it may be recent, it may be old, but just wanted to kind of share that resource uh, for the listeners. Okay. Um, it's not investing, but it's one that I highly kind of live my life by, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Leaders by Stephen Covey. You know, and I mean, it's just seven principles that he kind of shared that really you may not do all seven right or may not do all seven, but if you do a few of those, you will certainly could observe and witness the effectiveness and efficiency in whatever it is you do. So that's been a very good book uh, that I always go back to and look at, you know, those seven habits of highly effective leaders. I really enjoy that book. Excellent. Um, and my last question for you really is, what is the number one thing uh, that you would recommend to a new investor um, to get started, to do to get started? Number one, I would certainly share the importance of, you know, creating a budget. And once you create a budget, it's like paying any other bill. You put a certain amount of money aside every month, you intentionally do that. 
because you have to be intentional about whatever it is you do. Because if you're not, it won't last. Stay consistent and be intentional and you'll be able to uh, reap, reap the fruits of your labor. I like that. I like that. Stay consistent, be intentional. Those two things, man, you just, you just really made me like think back to, <laughs> you know, whether it's saving, whether it's investing, whether it's keeping and maintaining a friendship, being married, you know, it just, it really does tie in together. You know, in order to be consistent, you have to be intentional. Correct. Um, and all that being said, it has to be a priority for you. That's correct. You know, uh, and, and what I usually say, which is backwards, is nobody ever has to tell you what's a priority for them. You just watch them. Correct. See, you know, see where they spend their time, see where they spend their energy. And that shows you, you know, like you're saying, what their intentions are, where their priorities are, and and watch them be consistent in whatever it is. And that really just tells you the story of, of their life. So Sunless Man, <laughs> I'm glad we had you on, man. Oh, absolutely. Um, no, I appreciate it. I, I'm still looking up to you, man. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, it's a it's an honor to uh, be on this uh, podcast and sort of share the story. And just to sit back and just reflect, you know, it's definitely a very nice and very uh, gratifying, to say the least. Yeah, I, I'm going to I'm going to share some resources with you. I was listening to um, um, the Mid Michigan chapter of Better Investing. They do a investing roundtable every fourth Tuesday, um, and it's live. And then once once it finishes, they upload it on YouTube. So anybody that's interested, you can just go to YouTube and search for manifest invest uh, manifest investing, and um, and yeah, I'm, I'm gonna share that with you because I think you know your consistency in listening to uh, this podcast and coming to our beginner class and coming to our model club meetings and just really getting reengaged and in, in better investing. I mean, I'm also getting reengaged. You know, I know I host things and I have things that I'm responsible for for the South Florida chapter, but I'm attending the North Florida chapters activities. I'm attending Mid Michigan's activities because those investors are 20, 25, 30 years plus, and they are, you know, teaching me some things and reminding me of some things that even make me a better investor um, so that then I can kind of bring this information to you. Um, but, but I am totally inspired. I'm totally inspired. And I, I feel very blessed and grateful to be a part of the Better Investing community um, because the resources and the knowledge base of, of the members here, you know, and the volunteers, I mean, you know, I had a question from somebody asking about, you know, how do I, you know, decipher what's noise and what's real information? And I would just say, number one, get, get tuned into better investing because, you know, they teach you how to sort through and find the facts, you know, no comment, no analyst uh, report necessary. You know, you can do you can do your own estimation and, and analysis and, and learn how to do your own analysis just based on facts, just based on, you know, income statement, balance sheet, um, projections, all of that. So 
I'm really glad that you've come back into the fold. I'm really glad that you're back, you know, being a part of South Florida chapter and being in my class. Um, I'm excited. <laughs> Ioni, <Likewise. laughs> can we share the link, Michelle and Ioni, can we share the link for those who are listening in case some of our listeners may want to participate in the class uh, or the Model Investing Club? And also, we want to remind everybody that we are also planning our financial empowerment seminar, which will be in Texas next year. It was supposed to be uh, in 2020, but of course, COVID happened and we did it online. So I really want to start as a takeaway, start talking about that because it would be great uh, assuming that things are a part of the new normal by next summer. I think it's in May, if I'm not, not mistaken, but we will be going to Texas and we will be taking a group with us because we really want to make this into a family event where people are comfortable in bringing their families. And if you say, look, I'm not going anywhere, then we will see you online because as Ioni is saying now, all of this has been flattened. You know, the book, The World is Flat. With these platforms, Zoom and all these other platforms now, they are allowing you to go anywhere in the world while right at home. So uh, taking into consideration what Sunless is saying, He's going back and he's reviewing the information. We do post this live. This is streaming live right now inside of our Better Investing Facebook group. Please join the group. Also, please follow us on all of the social media, media at Better Investing. Instagram, please join us on Instagram. Join us on YouTube. Join us on, uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Join us on uh, Facebook. If you put in Better Investing, you can connect with the Better Investing Group in your area, or you can join us. We will be glad to have you, but also consider becoming a member. What I'd like to do, Ione, each week we host this show, it would be great to give a shout out to people like Miss, um, uh, yes, I'm going to call your name. Uh, I'll let Ione call your name. One of our volunteers, actually two of our volunteers for this program, has made some new commitments and some investments because of listening to these shows. So we really wanna encourage people to become a member and get involved for your own financial future. Before we wrap up, we have a couple of minutes left. Um, I'd like to challenge any of our, uh, we have some people who are coming on every single week and I'd like to challenge them if they'd like to come and uh, make any kind of comments or even ask Sunless a question, we can bring them on. Ioni, some of your favorite people is sit here in the participants, Miss, Miss Williams, Miss Denise, Laura, Felicia, uh, Marquita. And, and while, you, while you're doing shout outs, I, I do wanna, um, there's a, a listener that has a question. Okay. And, and so that question is, what has been your biggest challenge as an, as an entrepreneur? Well, the biggest challenge is uh, failure. You know, you, you always think about it. You're always afraid of it. And it always right there in front of you. And so I have a saying that I normally tell myself. I'm up every morning about four o'clock in the morning. And I do that. Basically, the thought of poverty alone gets me up four o'clock in the morning. You know, because, you know, if I can get up before everybody else, my brain just get to start working and thinking. You know, I figure, okay, you know what? I have a head start. 
So I'm always up four o'clock in the morning. So my greatest um, obstacle or challenge has been the thought of failure. And not being afraid to fail and have failed, it will continue failing, but just learning from it each day. So, so your remedy, your remedy to that challenge really is taking action. Correct. Thinking, planning, and acting. Yeah, I'd also, right. I'd also like to add to that question uh, a response, uh, something that I heard on one of the YouTube channels, and uh, it is the fact that failure, fear, all of these things are considered as optimization data. And when you consider it, just change the name of it, call it optimization data. And once you do that, it becomes data you can look at, you can analyze, you can take a pen and paper and actually write it out and then begin to write out, like Ioni said, the action you could take because now you have data that basically talks about what has not worked, what will work differently. And when you think about Edison, 10,000 tries, 10,000, but he didn't quit. So thank you so very much for the question and thank you, Sonis, for your response because again, if we can reframe how we say it, we can reframe how we see it. And then once we reframe how we see it and we see it as something positive, because remember that all things still work together for good. It's not some of them. And, the, and one of the philosophers said, nothing is either good nor bad, but it's the thinking that makes it so. So when you see that, what you think is fear or, or failure and you reframe it and just call it, by a different name, optimization data. It's just data that you're gonna to optimize to do something better. Thank you. So one other question we have um, uh, from a listener is, did you have a lot of debt before you began your investing journey and have you paid it off because of investing? And that's a good question too, because I'm sure as an entrepreneur, you had to navigate debt in order to um, build your businesses. Yeah, um, well, to date, I would say, I mean, the greatest debt I've had or have is uh, with student loan. That is all, but that's been a good debt because it allowed me the knowledge, education. I've met great people, you know, to allow me to sort of fulfill those dreams. And as an entrepreneur, I mean, debt, you know, you can't get away from that, you know. That's just one of those things that, you know, you assume what the hopes or the intentions are sort of repaying that. So, yes, I do have some... Uh, uh, depth and you know I think it's fairly it's fairly decent you know but it's very manageable to say the least and so uh, again it's just about prioritizing you know I have about three suits I live very very modest and I just do the best I can with debt but not I've always put money aside and save money so it's never a not a, a good time to sort of invest so even with debt you can still you can still invest you know just like I said, just it's like paying yourself first. Whatever amount you can afford, you put that aside and consistently do that. I think I think I think that's an excellent answer. Uh, could you could you repeat that part? Is it's never not a good time to invest. Right, correct. You want to start off wherever you at, and even if you don't understand it, but you believe in the concept. Because if you hear, if you go around and hear enough people testimonies, you believe in the concept take time out, whatever it is, you could start off with whatever amount. I'll let you sort of determine that amount, but you want to be just intentional and consistent. 
And once you do that over time, you'll see it grow over time. Excellent. I want to make a comment to Michelle. Michelle is, uh, and Doretha have been very helpful. And so Michelle and I, we do a debrief after every one of these shows. And every single week, Michelle says, that was the best show ever. I said, Michelle, you say that every week. So let me say it first. Son, this, this has been one of the best shows ever. <laughs> and I say that because you're keeping it plain and you're keeping it simple and anybody listening can understand, but also they can relate. You know, and that's why it's so important as we continue to host and everybody, we really need your help. Hashtag my investing story. Like the show, share the show and encourage your friends to come and join us every single Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern time and listen in. And if you're listening and you'd like to be a guest on our show, let us know. Reach out to Ioni, reach out to myself. I, we can, you can Google us. You can find us at Better Investing our, 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 in our Facebook group. Uh, we put our numbers everywhere. Uh, you know, we're easy to find. But reach out to us and let us know you're interested in sharing your story because every story is important. Even the stories Ioni shared with the young people who were 16, 17, 18 years old, we opened the show with them talking about their investing story. And so it is just, I, I, I am, like I said, uh, Sunless, I want to keep saying this. I am more inspired because you're one of the first people next to Ioni that I invested in. It wasn't money, but I invested myself in you in time and energy and like expecting absolutely nothing in return. So now here we are 15 years later for you to come back and give back I, I cannot think of a better return on the investment of energy, you see, because we can invest. That's what my lesson learned from this show today. We can invest energy and get a return off that investment. We're sitting here talking about investing money and getting a return, but energy is also compounded, okay? And what you're giving back to us today is a return on the investment of energy that was invested in you over 15 years ago. And so, like I said, I am more encouraged to continue to do more and go back to Floor Memorial and continue. You know, as many of you may know, uh, we take a group of kids for over 25 years now to Orlando to what's called the Money, uh, World Money Show. And uh, we, like I said, we've, we've never missed a year in taking kids. And we've gone so much that the owner and the founder of the World Money Show now, she is now, because of our efforts, she's now started a university, um, a kids university for a money show university for, for, for kids. And so I just wanna continue to encourage everybody, just do a little bit, like you said, right where you are, it doesn't have to be something big. You plant a seed and then you water it. That's, that's all we're doing here today. So Ione, I wanna thank you also for being a very special person in my life. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. And I think that's about it. Sonis, if you want to have our last words uh, as we prepare to wrap up. I just want to thank everybody from Michelle Taglioni to you, everybody that put this together that's in the background, just work, you know, that we may not know or may not see. Just want to just take the time out just to thank each and every one of you. 
Thank you, John, Doretha, everybody, Laverne, everybody, Burl. There's a lot of people that all of you don't see that help make this happen and uh, allow us to be able to come on and share. And if you'd like to volunteer, we are also looking for volunteers and we would be glad to help teach you as you learn because there's nothing better than getting a return off the investment of your energy as you serve. And so with that, we're gonna thank everybody. Uh, we're gonna ask you again, please like the show, please comment on your social media and please also share the show. And also when you come back next week, bring somebody with you. And with that, we're going to say good night and uh, we'll see you uh, like I always like to say tomorrow. All right. Thank you, everybody. Good night. Thank you. Thank you, Sunless. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks.